Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Medical experts have said that people who get the COVID-19 vaccine should basically continue to do what they've been doing to protect themselves and others afterwards. So apparently this nursing home in Brookfield, Wisconsin might be a place we should look into when we're ready for that sort of thing. Because nursing staff there threw a big party Saturday for residents, a COVID-19 vaccine disco party, complete with a big mirrored ball and lots of alcohol. As the vaccine number hit 100% for residents and about 75% for staff members, the DJ spinning the tunes for the vaccine disco party presumably played Staying Alive. <laughs> that's not the gig you want, Cliff. That, that's not what you want on your resume. I'm available for all COVID parties. No. <laughs> yeah. And the worst part of it, it was a disco party. Come on, people. We hated that stuff when it was around. I know. What's the first thing you think of when you think of disco? The first thing that pops in your head, For, Cliff. Like, when I say like the those, word disco. Disco. It's got to be like um, those goofy pants that we all wore. Did you have those pants? Those like polyester things with the big, not necessarily bell bottoms, but the big legs and the, the blocky shoes. I didn't have that, no. You didn't have that. No, well, I, I didn't. I had some of that. A little bit, not much. That's the first thing I think of. The first thing I think of is those <laughs> big mirrored balls that you know spin around on the ceiling. Yeah. Every yeah. time I hear the word disco, that's the only thing I think of. <laughs> and those make me nauseous, to be honest with you. Oh, they I do. Can't, I can't already stand those. <laughs> George mirrored Strait. balls make you nauseous. Yes, they do. I'm sure Cliff, everyone listening, knows this lesson. I had to learn it myself the hard way over the weekend. What's that? Be careful what you search for on Google. <laughs> well, yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> you see, Cliff. Saturday, yeah, I searched yeah. how to saw someone in two. <laughs> the, the trick, not not, not actually how to do that. No, yes. <laughs> and my phone has just been inundated with, um, well, saw yourself in two stories is what it is, and I'm like, I don't want that. It even told me this morning, Cliff, bright and early, that the trick of sawing someone in two yeah. is 100 years old this year. Yeah. Who would have thought that? 100 years ago, they were sawing people in two as a trick. I'm sure, Cliff, the practice <laughs> yeah. of actually sawing someone in two is uh -huh. much older than 100 years. I mean, you know, they got medieval on people years <laughs> ago. <laughs> they used to just drop a big blade from a... From high up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So be careful what you're searching for. I thought it would be kind of cute just to, you know, see how you, they actually do that. and how Yeah, how that trick is done. <laughs> Fortunately, though, Google doesn't know the difference between the trick and the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We, the stories about what happened inside the U.S. Capitol building last week continue to surface. And so the discussion about some of the dumb things that happened are happening or will happen in now the aftermath need to continue. Over the weekend, perhaps a testimony to the resiliency of America when Saturday night, the NFL had a playoff game a mere seven miles from the spot where someone tried to overthrow the government just days before. Also over the weekend, we found out that curators from the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History rushed down to those cleaning up the mess 
after the Capitol was cleared and said, not so fast. We need to collect that stuff for an exhibit because it really has been since the War of 1812 that such a large number of people have invaded the seat of our federal government. But for some of the artifact collection, they may want to enlist the aid of the Morning Roadshow Department of just in time for breakfast. Because the New York Daily News is reporting one or more of the people who busted out windows of the U.S. Capitol building and forced their way in last Wednesday also took a dump on the floor somewhere over on the Senate side in a hallway. Said poop was then stepped in by hundreds of others and tracked all around the building, which of course means federal investigators have been scraping poop to collect DNA evidence. But I will say, the riot poopers might make a good name for a rock band. <laughs> yeah, you can't go country with that, can you, Cliff? Oh, no. Huh? That just wouldn't work. Yeah, it's more of a punk thing, I'm thinking. I yeah. think, yeah, I think it is too. <laughs> well, Cliff Friday's program here on the Morning Road Show really, um, really um, made me sad. And not for the usual and, reasons. <laughs> I mean, normally, normally we're down a bit, you know, when it's over with anyway, because you come to that real, like, that was all we could do? Yes. You, you were sad for a different reason. I, yes, I was even in a deeper sadness than normal. Okay. And okay. it all was because of what we refused to do on Friday. Yeah. If you recall our um, friend Austin. Yes. Who, who was he? Do think, you think Austin's like maybe about 12? 13 something like that i would say seventh or eighth grade however old you are yeah. there yeah and and we've we talked with austin frequently austin has a has his own youtube channel and he and he has a lot of people who watch the video so he's he's got some experience in dealing with you know media as in us <laughs> he makes he makes media things as in videos yes he does and he does <laughs> and a really good funny. job yes and it's pretty funny but there are some things clearly that he's not quite ready for Yes, and one of those things is what he yeah. desperately wanted to know on Friday, how WRAY got its name. Yes. So much so, Cliff, yep. that even after the program at 10, he sent another text message asking, come on, can you please tell me? <laughs> and as we stated Friday, Cliff, yeah. we would love to, mm. but 7th or 8th grade... Probably not at the age to really know the story. You know what I'm saying? I totally, yeah. I, I, in in this particular instance, I agree with you. And I felt bad about that on Friday, yeah. and so Saturday when I came into work here, yeah, I um, I almost posted the entire story of the name of W R A Y <laughs> on our website, weedandcliff.com. I thought, well, I could throw it over yeah. there. Yeah. And the language in there wouldn't matter so much. You know, there's not like we're going to bar ourselves from that, you know, website. I guess we could. So I almost did yeah. that, Cliff. But then it just kept <laughs> popping into my head that movie, A Few Good Men, with Jack Nicholson. And that's why I didn't do it. Oh, no. <laughs> you know where I'm headed right there, yeah, don't do. you? You yeah. can't handle the truth. Yes. <laughs> Austin? You can't handle the W-R-A-Y. Not quite yet. Well, Cliff, it just seems like one holiday turns into another celebration of some kind. Always somebody yes. reaching into your wallet to grab a little <laughs> bit of cash. That's the, what, No, that's absolutely right. That's what I the mean, whole year basically is. Uh, you know, and, and if you, especially if you, like if you go into a, um, any retail store on January the 2nd, because the holidays are over, and except for Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, you think you... Think you're going to get a break there, and, and no. Let's clear, clear all that old holiday stuff out. We don't need that anymore. What we need now is sweets and hearts. Yes, we need love in the air now that we've had yes. holidays are over. Yep. And who says, Cliff, 
mm-hmm. with Valentine's Day coming up, who says you need to put chocolate in a heart-shaped box for Valentine's Day? It's a weird time we live in right now. We might as well get a little weirdy-deardy with this, too. Well, you know, I'm, I'm certainly one to, you know, try something non-traditional. So it's like when I lived in Texas, I wanted to have um, um, barbecued ribs on on Thanksgiving Day. I was told no. <laughs> I don't so see I'm, nothing I'm, wrong I'm, with I'm that. For, yeah, I don't see, it was looked fine to me. Yeah. So if you got something non-traditional, let me know. I've got it for you. Okay. Jack Link's beef jerky. They're selling a heart-shaped box <laughs> filled with beef jerky. Yeah. And it's covered in brown hair. And I mean covered. If you can find a picture of it, Cliff, you'll see what I'm <laughs> yeah, talking there, about. <laughs> of course, their, their, I don't know, slogan you know, or their mascot. mascot is Bigfoot. Yes. So it's covered in Bigfoot fur. Yes. <laughs> And on the box it says, Mint yeah. for you. For you. <laughs> oh, my. That's awesome. It is. Over the weekend, Cliff, I'm not a huge fan of the rock group mm-hmm. Foo Fighters. I'm not a huge yeah, fan of them. Me either. But uh, they've got a song out, a new one. I listened to it. It's okay. Yeah. You know, oh, it is. It's not, okay. it's not horrible. It's yeah. called No Son of Mine. Okay. And it's based on what my parents said after I told them I was pursuing radio as a career <laughs> instead of pharmacy. <laughs> Following the 7 o'clock news, we had a story about evidence collection at the U.S. Capitol. And immediately upon the conclusion of that story, I got a, um, well, I got a, I got a message from a law enforcement friend of mine who basically um, found their way into the morning roadshow department of Just In Time For Breakfast Hall of Fame because I now know in great detail how DNA co- evidence is collected from poop. Can I give you the details on how DNA collection works. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, I was I was told that um, um, this law enforcement official studied DNA evidence from feces. It's only present in something called nucleated cells, which you may or may not get from human feces, depending upon what all is in the poop when it leaves the body. There. That'll get you into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> What was the name of that again? Nuclea what? Nucleated cells. But not always. Not yeah, you, you gotta get those. And they're sometimes they're in the colon and sometimes they're not. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Be a lot simpler if a little flag came out and said, you know, this is <laughs> That's right. But in any case, the only way to find them is to get in there and look. Oh my. <laughs> We'd ever since the first video hit social media showing what happened at the U.S. Capitol building, there's been an endless stream of people offering up their opinions, and people are demanding answers, as federal authorities in the aftermath tried to piece together how what looked like a ragtag group of people could just basically, oh, turn the doorknob and walk in. There have already been several arrests on charges like violating city curfew or for trespassing, and it's a good time to point out that any criminal investigation is way more complex than what appears to be on the surface when the general public is looking. But so far, the lack of severe charges have meant plenty wondering if justice will actually be served, including this guy, who'd best be served by just keeping his mouth shut. He said in a video posted to his Twitter page late last week that he has experience in the legal system, and while he didn't agree with verdicts that came against him, he believes with all of his heart in the system of jurors who decide the fate of a defendant. But in this case, he is questioning whether or not there really is such a thing as justice for all. And if there's a man who knows about justice for all, 
it's O.J. Simpson. <laughs> really, dude, just go away. You're done. <laughs> I Just go away is the exact words I was going to say, Cliff, exactly. I know all sports teams, Cliff, are suffering yeah. financially because of the lack of fans there. They bring in Ooh, a lot yeah. of money, a lot of money. Totally. And uh, all the sports teams are looking for different sponsors to sponsor different events and different things. Yeah. The National Hockey League is now, uh, for this year anyway, Yeah. don't know about next, they're having uh, sponsor <laughs> naming rights for their divisions. Well, so they're actually going to have sponsors. You know, I think I, I saw this flash by the screen over the weekend as I was watching some football. I mean, they've, they've had like uh, divisions, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, and then like divisions inside the conference and they were just generic names like central and pacific and atlantic and metro that kind of thing but now they're actually going to have sponsors yes they've already got them like the honda west division (laughs) the discover central division the mass mutual east division and (laughs) i understand why they're doing that yeah because the owners you know need to make the money too to keep things going if you look at like nascar the the trophy that everyone tries to win has, is the named after whatever it is named after now, and it's always used to be cigarettes. Yes, it used <laughs> to be. The Winston Cup, yeah, a long time ago. But you've got to so be careful, cool. Cliff. Yeah. And you brought up a good point there with the cigarettes. You've yeah. got to be very careful who you yeah. get as the sponsor for your division. No, I mean, they got to take great care with that. Yes, because like in baseball, yeah. I don't know what they do in hockey, but in baseball, if you win the division, you're the divisional champs, yeah. They always have a flag raising ceremony. Oh, oh, so like the the if you're like you end the season as the the division winner, then the first game of your first home game of the next season, that's when you raise that flag. That's right. Yeah. And you got to be careful. I mean, if Vaseline was the was the sponsor say, of the, the central la- division, the, the last thing you want flying over <laughs> your stadium is the preparation H division. Yes. <laughs> Think of the jokes, Cliff, during that day <laughs> Oh my goodness. when it's the Preparation H Central Division flag raising. We're running it up the pole, and you know that's where everybody's going to be saying. Oh, that's bad. No. Yes. Oh, no. Boy, our wonderful listeners this morning, Cliff, are really listening intently. Oh, really? We got a text message yeah. that says, I heard you guys laughing about the Preparation H sponsoring a sports division. Yeah. If, if. A company wanted to sponsor what you guys do on the morning road show. Yeah. Is there any sponsor name you would turn down? <laughs> That's a really good question, Cliff. That's a really good question. Think about that. If somebody said well, they wanted to sponsor this program, is there some company that we would actually turn down because of their name? I've been thinking I mean, about it, Cliff. I mean, their 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 name probably not. Perhaps the type of business they were involved in. Well, the way things are right now, Cliff, yeah. if the um, Barfy Burger Company wanted to sponsor this program, <laughs> yeah. we're going to be pitching Barfy Burgers to that's you. Right. That's right. <laughs> and that's a real company, too. I looked that up. Oh, it is? Yes, no. yes. <laughs> right next to the E. E. coli shake shop or something. I don't know. Yeah, either one of those. We're, we're open for negotiations yeah. here. Cliff? Yes. Are there certain sponsors we can't have on the radio? <laughs> you well, saw I mean, the text message about Albion, Illinois, possibly <laughs> sponsoring this program. Who in Albion, Illinois, would sponsor the program? Well, according to uh, one of our friends here texting in, yeah. Yeah. the um, 
Albion Weed Factory is what he wrote oh, down no. on there. Oh no, that's called uh, that's called uh, Ataraxia is the name of that. Company. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I, I don't know of any. Um, I mean, other than like cigarettes. I mean, I think I know. Legally, yeah, you can. As, as far as that goes, I mean. Weed, weed, and Cliff in the morning sounds pretty good. That does actually. sound pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> it's kind of got a ring to it. And we really don't have to change anything on our liners and stuff. No. Because no. we just had to add an extra weed on there. Yeah. Say that again, Cliff. Weed, weed, and Cliff in the morning. <laughs> right here on Country 98.1. Exactly. Cliff, I've often wondered about this. Maybe it's just yeah. my uh, strange way of thinking. You know, mm-hmm. we've sent different probes and different things out into outer space with uh, okay. recordings of earth life like different songs and different things and oh yeah the uh i think it was the first one that most people knew about was the the voyager spacecraft had actually had a gold album like you know like a vinyl but it was made out of gold for longevity purposes that had all manner of recordings on it yeah and of course you're thinking maybe some aliens may you know wander upon our spaceship and you know know that we're here and perhaps come visit us I've often thought maybe that's not the smartest thing to do. <laughs> You've got a good point there. Yeah. And now the experts are saying that they believe yeah. mm-hmm. if we ever run into any space aliens, they're afraid the odds are they will definitely be mean and extremely aggressive towards us. So they're a lot like Paul Viton, if you want to be honest about <laughs> it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Maybe Paul Viton is an alien. I've had my, yes, I would put my money on that, yes. <laughs> I know it's a little bit early, Cliff, for uh, discussions about take it to the bank, but... Uh, yeah, it's way early. I but, haven't thought uh, about it yet. We got a voice message about it already this morning. Oh, we did, huh? <laughs> take a good listen to this one, okay? Okay, it's from sure. our friend, Nick from Otwell. Hey, guys, how about we have Phil McCracken pull some of them magic words of wisdom out of his special place and do a take <laughs> it to the bank? <laughs> As long as his special place isn't from under his kilt, it's not a bad idea. I, you want Phil McCracken to do a take it to the bank? Seriously? <laughs> I mean, Austin would get a great job. Well, yeah. I mean, Austin's a cool kid. I'm all down with Austin. And it'd be it'd be like we could just let him do it once, and then it would be so bad, and we could just ban him for a couple of days. <laughs> oh, so you're going to the you're going down the banning pathway. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying that the possibility exists. If it was so bad, if he ruined Take It to the Bank so bad, he's either going to be banned or elected to the Hall of Fame for for <laughs> the Hall of Fame of bad. The Hall of Fame of bad, which is pretty well something we work on every day. So it's time now for Take It to the Bank. We asked the question beforehand. If you had to choose between brushing or flossing, which one would you choose? Okay. And Cliff went with brushing. Yes. One of our texting friends went with brushing, and they said, fingers crossed that it's brushing because I don't do the flossing (laughs) until it's almost time for the dentist appointment. (laughs) So, (sighs) flossing and brushing. There really isn't an either-or equation for optimum health in your mouth, which sounds kind of freaky. (laughs) <laughs> However, if you had to pick one, flossing is more important than actually brushing your teeth, according to the experts. Really? Because hmm. the goal of flossing and brushing both is to remove yeah. plaque buildup in your mouth. 
Okay. And of course, if you brush, you get it off of your teeth. But yeah. they say the most destructive microbes live between your teeth and your gums. And so that's why if you floss, you'll have better oral hygiene overall. Hmm. We okay. only brush, Cliff, because yeah. the toothpaste industry has brainwashed us <laughs> into being socially acceptable. We have to have a fresh minty breath. And when we wake up in the morning without that, we're like, I got to get my, you know, yeah. mint, mint fix in. So <laughs> flossing would be the one, Cliff. I would have went with you, too, with brushing. Cliff, was there anything said today? Yeah. Morning Roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. Mirrored balls make you nauseous. <laughs> well, it's true. And you might walk funny, too. Well, number two. <laughs> oh. The riot poopers. <laughs> Good name for a punk band. It is. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Weed, weed and cliff in the morning. Oh. But I don't think the marijuana farm will sponsor us. You don't think they will? <laughs> I don't think they will. They don't need to get their message out? No. No, I believe their message is out. Oh. Well, okay. <laughs> I thought we could help them a little bit. Well, yeah, probably not. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.